Well, hello there. This is the Fake Ken Fan from Hacker Public Radio. And I'd like to invite every single one of you out there to come and join us on New Year's Eve for the Hacker Public Radio Internet Party. A 24-hour blast. Come and join us. Details available on hackerpublicradio.org. It will be simply grand. If you're not familiar with Mumble, it's a voice over IP program which is gaining some acceptance as a tool for augcasting. I'm not here to sell you on it, but with the HPR New Year's extravaganza approaching, I thought it might be useful to briefly go over some of the settings and gotchas that you might find while setting it up and using it. Mumble associates usernames of registered users with an SSL certificate, which the Mumble client can generate or it can be imported if you have one that you'd like to use. If you register on a server, you will want to export your current certificate and back it up. Once a username is registered and associated with the certificate, it will not let you connect with that username without that cert. Uh, this is a fairly common source of confusion and generally the first thing to check if someone is having problems connecting to the server. Importing and exporting certificates is done out of the certificate wizard, which is under configure. Uh, one thing to note is that when you export a certificate, it will not append the file type automatically. So when you export your certificate, Give it whatever name you'd like to save it as, and make sure that you add .p12 as the extension. Mumble allows you to use voice activation or push to talk to trigger your microphone. If you intend to use Vox, think twice about it. No one wants to hear your cats in heat or your wife throwing dishes at you. If you've convinced yourself that Vox is the way to go, for the love of all that is right and holy, take a few minutes and carefully run through the audio wizard first, which is found under the configure menu until you're certain that your voice will trigger the microphone and that any background noise won't. The audio wizard is fairly self-explanatory and it will walk you through the steps involved. Once you've carefully gone through this process, consider once more whether your surroundings are actually as quiet as you think they are. If you've come to your senses and chosen to use push to talk, you can set the toggle key under configure, settings, shortcuts. Click add and then choose push to talk in the drop down menu which will appear in the function column. Then in the same row, under the shortcut column, click that empty field. This will prompt you to type your shiny new push-to-talk key. And I recommend choosing a key that you're unlikely to ever touch under normal circumstances. Something like pause break, which is generally easy to hit but rarely used. The space bar is a particularly bad choice because you will be keying your mic every time you type when your mumble client is running. If you would like to have your push-to-talk key act as a toggle, go to Configure, Settings, Click on the Advanced button on the bottom left of the window and choose Audio Input, and then adjust your double push time. I find 300 milliseconds or so a reasonable value. This will allow you to toggle your mic on with a double tap of that key, and then one more tap will toggle the microphone off. While you have the Advanced Settings open, have a glance at some of the other settings available on the Audio Input page. 
The quality settings plus the audio per packet setting under the compression section determines which codec mumble will use to communicate with the server. Most servers default to 72 kilobits per second, although the settings can be raised to allow up to about 120 or so. If the quality setting in your client is higher than the server will allow, your client will automatically match the server requirements. So you can safely set your quality setting as high as it will go and then let the server dictate which codec will be used, provided you have enough bandwidth to handle it. The highest codec and bitrate available for the settings you've chosen will be displayed to you below the sliders. Below the compression settings, you'll find a couple of options for noise suppression and amplification in the audio processing section. You probably won't have to touch these if you've gone through the audio wizard, but they are a simpler way to fine-tune your audio if you find your audio quality is not what it should be. Uh, allow me to stray a moment before coming back to these two settings. You have two easy options to check your audio quality. You can either record a snippet of yourself, assuming you're running version 1.2.3 or higher, or you can enable one of the loopback settings to hear your voice as you speak, which are found in the Advanced Audio Output section of Settings. Uh, you have the option of local loopback within the client or loopback from the server, and I'd recommend using the server loopback so that you will be hearing what everyone else will hear when you speak. Now going back to the audio processing section of the audio input settings, the first setting is for noise suppression, and this is very handy if you're in a noisy environment and you want to cut down on fan noise or something. The higher you set this, however, the more it will distort your audio, and you will probably want this somewhere between negative 15 and negative 30 decibels, but it depends entirely upon your environment and your recording setup. The amplification refers to how much the audio from your microphone is augmented. Now, I've never had a microphone that much liked having its amplification set much above 1, which is the lowest setting. If you sound like you're peaking out, try turning your amplification all the way down before you start adjusting your microphone settings in your mixer. It may take a little time to find the right balance, but it will be time well spent in the end. There's one more thing you might want to be aware of while you're poking around in the settings. In the network settings, you'll find Use Quality of Service. If you find that your connection is flaky and the server keeps dropping you, you might try turning this off, as there have been some issues reported where it doesn't play nicely with common home routers. A couple more things and I can wrap this up. Mumble allows channels to use passwords, but the implementation is a little odd, at least to me. Channel passwords are stored as access tokens, which can be accessed under the server menu. If you have a password to add, open Server, Access Tokens, click Add, and then enter the password in the new entry, which will be labeled Empty Token. You won't be associating that password with a channel. The access token list is parsed when you attempt to join a password-protected channel, and if it finds the appropriate password, it will let you in. This is something to bear in mind if you ever do decide to password protect a channel, on the off chance that your password is the same as another channel on the server. Finally, if you ever want to rename your account on the Mumble server after registering, you can have an admin do that for you in the registered user list, also found under the server menu. Right-clicking on a username gives you the option of renaming the user. Incidentally, if a user loses a certificate, this is also where you'll delete that old account. Mumble isn't without its quirks, but it's a fairly nice system out of the box. Investing a little time will improve your audio and save you a few headaches, and hopefully this will have given you a few hints about where to get started. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, 
then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.